just a dream Just a moment ago I was up so high Looking down at the sky Don't let me fall I was shooting for stars On a Saturday night They say what goes up Must come down He got dropped, right? He got knocked in the head really nice And ever since then he's been acting crazy he used to play for the Patriots, right? No. So he has um, good question. No, he has like brain damage. He had he used to play for the uh, Steelers. And since then he's just been doing crazy shit. Like he's just been acting up. I jumped off walls and stuff. No, nah, he's just like he's on social media and, and he's a rapper now. Like he threatens women. He wants to he wants to go back and play in the NFL, but he keeps on threatening women women and stuff. And it's like it's not working for him. So it's like maybe he needs to go back in the NFL so he can leave the stress. If he goes back in the NFL, he's gonna get knocked in the head again. It's going to be bad. It's going to be worse. Well, uh, why do you think you're going to get knocked in the head? That's what happens when you play football. Well, not to the point where you're... It happened to him already. <laughs> it's like he, there's something wrong with the guy, man. It's sad. Somehow, some way, this has turned into a sports podcast. So, <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the This Is 30 podcast. Happy Monday. Happy Martin Luther King Day. Shout out to MLK. Y'all, do y'all have any... Uh, Memories, not with Martin Luther King, but uh, you know, why are you thankful for Martin Luther King? Jessica said, I have a dream. What do you have? Well, I'm a little more thankful for, um, what's his name? Malcolm X. What? There needs to be a Malcolm X there. But can we stay on? Yeah, we're we're celebrating we're Martin Luther King right now. So maybe, so basically, to answer your question, maybe I'm just not thankful. For him. Wow. Why would you say that? You know what is on the top of my brain when whenever I hear about Martin Luther King. Remember at Love and Hip Hop <laughs> when K. Michelle told Carly Red she Martin because don't what? nobody know how old Carly Red is, and she always. <laughs> <laughs> but she looks good for her age. She is. Yeah, she definitely she definitely looks good. But that it was that was probably so that not probably that was really funny. Anyway, welcome to the This Is Thirty <laughs> podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Happy Monday! Shout out to all the people that's off of work, like myself. Anybody else in the room off of work on Monday? Yeah, I'm on off work. Um, I'm thankful for Martin Luther King. <laughs> James just took a break to come record with us, and then he has to go back to work. Um, we have Jessica in the building. Say hello, Jessica. Hi, guys. Um, and we have Geraldine in the building. You're... The ghetto one. The ghetto. <laughs> um, and, of course, we have James here, who gave us our little, you know, football breakdown. And James is texting. This is the second episode that James has showed up and he's been very involved in his phone, even though we typically don't do that um, when we're recording. I don't know what's happening. I don't know. You've changed. You've wow. changed. Are you taking this seriously? There was. Hey, there was. <laughs> what you said earlier, he was on what? What's that? What's that? Um, I was on what's you that? You got a shorty in Haiti? <laughs> 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 Um, Why are you laughing like I'm asking you something that might be true? <laughs> no, this is, this is my smooth laugh. <laughs> nah, I don't got no, I don't got no shredding lady. Uh, whatever you said. Um, what was I gonna say? This is very important that I text 
that make this text happen because you know we're there's a lot of uh, money involved in it. So oh, on yeah. the games. Well, you don't need to know my business. Okay. Oh. All right. So let's get right into it. But you know what? You should really put that aside because it's not. Well, you important. have your phone out too. It, because I have my. And notes she has her Apple my, Watch. I I have my notes on my phone though, and so I'm we about to get. I'll read your questions. All right. So, um, <coughs> we have Jessica here, and Jessica is a 30 year old woman. Um, Jessica, you're a mom of two, correct? I am. Um, how has how has 30 been treating you thus far? Ooh. You, I mean, you, you, we about to hit the 31 soon, but 31, not 30, 31. Yes. Like W O H. Okay. No, w O N. O N. Okay. Wow. That's a nice way to put it. You said, whoa. <laughs> but how has, how has, how was, how was 30 to you? 30. Woo. 30 was definitely, um, the opposite of what I thought mm. it would be. Um, Do you feel old? I feel old um, sometimes. Why do you feel old? I feel old because my bones hurt. My yeah. back hurt. My bones hurt too. My back really hurts. Well, like right now, my back hurts. If you continue, you just go to the gym and then you'll it'll just go away. Like I go I to the gym. And your always, back never hurts. I don't even go to the gym. Yo, when, I, when I first went to the gym, my back was on fire. And now, you know, I'm so athletic that it doesn't even matter. I don't go to the gym. Um, I should. So my my next question for you. Okay, so let's just can I talk? Can I tell the listeners about you? Of course. Okay, so Jessica is my friend. Um, and earlier last year, um, Jessica had an accident, and I'm just gonna tell you guys what I know of the accident. Um, um, I just know that she was struck by a, a crazy person who was driving wildly. And, um, it caused her to break her leg. Um, and she's going to clarify anything I'm saying wrong. So when I ask her, um, on the podcast, like, um, how has 30 been for her? I know that her 30 has been a little bit different than some people who, you know, turn 30 because she had like such a traumatic experience right before. So can you tell us a little bit about, um, what happened to you, if you don't mind? Um, okay. Um, so, my accident happened in March. I think it was March 8th. What's the beginning of the day? And it rolled into March 9th, I believe. Okay. Right, Jojo? Okay. Yeah, so, I mean, it was like any other day. Um, I went to work. Um, picked up the kids from school. It was Friday night, so, of course, we were going out, um, to vibe about and um i mean we had a great time we um did what we usually do um but when we went when we were on our way to the car um of course they were fighting um two two men were fighting i don't really know um how many people were fighting at the time but i know it was definitely men fighting okay um but when and then I, i'm not going i was Kind of tipsy. Okay. So, um, <laughs> um, but they were fighting. Long story short, they were fighting. And, um, I happened to know one of the guys that was, um, fighting. Um, and I was actually cool with him at the time, too. Well, I'm still cool with him, but he, um, was fighting. He had his shirt off. And then we, um, when I saw him, I was asking him, like, 
what was going on because he was he was excited, real excited. And um, my the person that was with my cousin, she um, of course that was her boyfriend at the time, and she saw him and then she was asking him questions and as she was asking him questions, so why his shirt was off and like what was he doing, he was he began to explain to her what the situation was. Um, as he explained it to her, like I I immediately knew it was a bad situation. Um, because of me knowing the situation, I already knew it was nothing coming good out of it. So, um, I, I don't really, I can't really say I know for 100% what happened, like, from around that time. But I can, like, I can envision it right now as I'm speaking. And, um, I just remember it was dark. It was, I saw him, with his, he had a white beater on. And I was, like, kind of, like, in a, like, on a sidewalk area. And she was next to me. And then she was asking him, like, what happened, what happened. He was explaining it to her. And as I was hearing him explaining to her, I, the first thing I said was, like, let's go. Like, there's two guys fighting. We don't know what the situation is. We're females. We can't break up a fight. So right, right. let's go. Um, and then I think my phone rang because my friend had went to get go get my car so we can leave. And my phone rang. And as my phone rang, she asked me, Jessica, what's the noise in the background? Because it's the guys. I guess the other guys that was with in the fight, they were coming towards us, and um, but everything happened so fast. Everything happened so fast, but I just remember speaking to her, and I told her like, um, they're fighting, um, but I'm coming towards you right now. I'm coming towards you. Just get the car. I'm coming towards you right now. And I think as I spoke to her, that's when um, the guy um struck me, and um, when he struck me. I don't, I don't know. I just know I was hit, and I got to a point where like I wasn't, wasn't it, it was it was like in a, a heated, like excited moment, like like I guess if you call it what your adrenaline, right, right, mm -hmm. yes, your adrenaline, you were in shock, yeah, right. So I felt the first hit, and I felt it enough where I knew like my leg was burning, mm. um, and then that's when I got upset because I'm like shit, like I really got in the position where. This is this is happening. Like I should like nothing should have like nothing should have touched me. Like nothing should have happened to me. Like I shouldn't even like. I just remember me saying to myself like this shouldn't be happening right now. It shouldn't right have now. been you because right, it shouldn't be happening right now. Yeah. And sense. as I'm thinking that, I'm speaking to my cousin. I'm like, let's go, let's go. I'm hit. Let's go. And I think because I think she probably saw what I didn't see, as far as like him hitting me or maybe because I didn't see him coming towards me. Right. So maybe she saw a different vision. I don't know, but she just began to start. She started screaming, and as um he um he hit me, um he I I this is where it became like kind of like a little blurry to me because he hit me a second time, and I remember him hitting me the second time to the point where I I held onto something. Um, I don't know if it was a fence. Um. At me at the time, I thought it was like a pool, but as like the story unraveled, it wasn't a pool; it was a fence. I held onto the fence, and then um, so I felt like I knew I couldn't stand, couldn't stand after the second hit, and um, and I I remember seeing him. Um, there was a lot of commotion going on. There was a lot of commotion going on, and um, I I don't know. I was he intentionally intentionally trying to strike you or was he like just on a a a rageful rampage um i don't know 
Mm-hmm. I really can't say. Right. And I don't, I don't know, because I know this is an active investigation, so I don't know how much I can say. Right, right, right. Okay, that makes sense. But... Um, but point blank, he hit you. Point blank, he, like, he, so that's he, all he, hit me, he struck me three times. He struck me three times, and I know the uh, between the second and the third time, he came out his vehicle. And um, came out his vehicle, and... Um, and then he went back into the car. And this is why at this point I can't even like defend him or like even have sympathy. Because you hit me twice. I'm not sure if you knew, if you didn't know. But you hit me a second time. And I didn't. I, well, I remember one thing he told myself I wasn't going to fall. That's one thing I do remember saying. I, well, that's why I held on to the fence. And I just heard a whole bunch of people like screaming, 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 screaming around me. And um, when he struck me a third time, I knew, like, my leg was broke. I knew my leg was broke, and I just didn't know, like, the extreme. Like, yeah. Right. But I just knew my leg was broke. And, and I, I remember telling myself that, like, I wasn't going to fall to the ground. I was like, I'm not going to fall to the ground. So when I, the last time he hit me, I remember, I'm, like, shaking. Um, I remember me, like, putting myself to the ground. Like, I, I helped, like, because I was trying to stand. But, of course, I had heels when I was trying to stand. And I, I got to a point where I couldn't anymore. So, I, like, came down. I, I brought myself down. And I started, like, dragging myself, like, towards, like, oh, away from the commotion. The commotion. Because I got to a point where I heard everything, but everything was black. Mm-hmm. Everything was black. I didn't, I couldn't see anything. And I remember um, Janya, she um, she was there, and she was one of the first people I guess um, that um, that came to my rescue. I would say I'm gonna say that she was the first responder. Shout out to Janya, guys. <laughs> Shout out to Janya. <laughs> she um, she came to me, and um, I remember her like I was on the ground, on the ground. I remember telling her like call such and such, call such and such, and um. And I remember, like, I just remember just laying there, like, my, my body was so cold. Like, I was so, I was so cold. And I remember telling her, like, listen, like, I feel like my eyes is, like, shutting, like, closing. Like, although my eyes were already closed, but I felt like, you know, how it, it, it's, it can't, it was a certain, like, I can say it now because I've been through it, but your, my eyes would have been closed, but to me, my eyes wasn't closed. Mm-hmm. You was probably losing sense. a lot of blood. I don't know so. if that makes sense. Maybe, but I felt as though maybe my eyes were closed, but I felt as though like I had enough conscience or like enough memory. What, was it understand. like a form of hallucination? I what wasn't going crazy because okay. I heard everyone around me screaming. Mm-hmm. Heard everyone around me screaming and recording, and I saw a light. Like I saw like someone's like phone flashing in front of my face. So they were recording, and I remember telling Johnny, like, like I know you can't probably you probably can't stop him from recording because he's not gonna listen. But just keep your focus on me because I don't want to close my eyes. But my eyes were closed. But I just I just remember telling him like I didn't want to close because I. But didn't, you didn't feel that you thought your eyes were open. My I thought my eyes were open. My eyes were not open. Mm. I just know I was conscious enough to be. I just know I just know I was alert, and to the point where I just didn't want to pass out to the point where I didn't know. Right, right. If I was going to be in the hospital or not. You probably were just like maybe struggling and maybe in and out of consciousness. I was in like, and out. And because I remember it being so cold on the ground. 
and me telling Johnny, like, just hold my back because my back is so cold and I feel so like I'm, I'm falling asleep. That's what I remember telling her. And she's like, no, you're not falling asleep. You're not falling asleep. And she said, um, then that's when I heard the ambulance. I was like, oh, my God. I remember saying, oh, my God, the ambulance is coming. I said, okay. So when I got in the ambulance, um, the guy was asking questions about what happened. And I remember telling him what happened. And um, and I stopped talking to the ambulance, the, the paramedic. And um, I, I, there was another girl in the car. I don't remember who it was. But it was another girl in the, in the paramedic with us. And I remember um, her saying, I remember, like, repeating a number. I gave my mom's full number. I was like, whatever you do, just tell my mom where I'm at and what happened. I might not be able to talk to her, but just tell my mom what happened. And then the paramedic asked me more questions. And after he, as he was asking me more questions, um, I heard my mom's voice on the, on the speakerphone. And I was like, and I think I kind of was at ease okay. at that time. Because that was the last thing I remember. Mm-hmm. So, so let's fast forward to um, waking up in the hospital. So, like the first day that you woke up in the hospital, um, how did you feel? Like, or what was going through your head? Because, well, I kind of want to tell this story in order. Because, mm-hmm. so how did you feel when you first woke up? Nothing has been done. You just know you're in the hospital because you were hit. So if you want to say it in order, me waking up, fully waking up and actually understanding the other I think, um, I think at that point everything was already done. Ah, okay. So, so you didn't, the reason I was saying like in order is because I assumed that you woke up and your leg was just broke and then they decided to amputate. I was sedated a lot and I was in, I was in and out. Yeah. So were you a part of the decision to ampute for the listeners who who are listening? Um, I'm I'm not sure if I'm saying this right, but Jessica's an amputee. I am amputee. Yeah, she's an amputee. So the this accident that we're talking about resulted in her having to lose her leg, right um, leg. her right leg. So you weren't a part of that decision. Um. Okay, so we, we, we want to kind of speak in order. So the last thing I remember, I can fully remember, is the paramedic putting the gas on my face, and I went out. I went out. Um, but I I, I kind of remember a, a situation where my mom was in the room with me, and I don't remember if it was what well, it had to be, um, because. It had to be before my right leg was amputated because I had two surgeries. The first surgery was uh, a graft, a vein graft. Okay. It's a, I guess they were trying to um, replace a vein. They took a vein from my left leg mm-hmm. to add it to my right leg to, um, to try to save it. Okay. That was the first, um, the first surgery. And I think in between that surgery, my mom told me that I told her, Whatever, what did she say? She said, I said to her in between the surgery, I guess the so point where I was in and out, she told me that I told her that I know she's going to make the right decision. And if, mm. and if I got to imitate my leg, it's fine. She said that to me, but to be honest, I don't remember saying that. Okay. But after she said it, I kind of remember a scenario of that happening, but I can't remember exactly. 
So when you woke up for good, basically your leg was gone. When, I when you up, were in like a full state of consciousness. My accident happened, in, happened on Friday night, early Saturday morning. When I finally woke up, it was Tuesday. And your leg was gone. My leg was gone. My leg was gone. I remember waking up on Tuesday morning. I think Tuesday. It was like, I want to say Tuesday late afternoon. Remember, I remember waking up and I had like a feeding tube. Um, my leg was wrapped, but when I woke up, of course, mom and a couple people was in the room. They didn't really know what was going on. I woke up and, um, I was like, kind of, I still was in and out, of course, and I was like in a daze, and I was like, in my mind, I was like, okay, I remember something happening. I remember that, like, my something with my leg, but when my, by the time, it, I couldn't even, it couldn't even register what really happened. Because by the time I woke up, like fully woke up, the doctors already came in the room. Did you still feel your leg? Hold on. <laughs> That's another thing. Um, I still feel my leg now. Because mm. um, in my mind, like, I would assume that when you woke up with no leg, like you, it would be it would be a a significant loss of sensation, um, so you would know like you know something's very different about me. Well, first of all, when I woke up, I mean, like the doctors came in immediately. They came in, I want to say, like minutes within me waking up to explain to the point where my mom couldn't even probably speak to me to explain to me before the doctor even came. I just remember me sitting, me laying in the bed, I had a tube in my mouth. And I'm like, okay, I was in and out. So I was trying to, like, take it out because it was very comfortable. And um, my mom was just, like, telling me, relax, relax, relax. And then that's what it kind of, like, was kind of registering what, what had happened and why I was here. And then the doctors came. And when, let me tell you, the doctors came in the room and was speaking to me as if a person who already knew her leg had got amputated. Mm. I remember that feeling. Because it came to a point where they were speaking and they were like, they were just explaining a whole bunch of things. And I'm just like, bro, I just woke up. Um, and I'm trying to like grasp what's going on first of all. Right, my eyes right. just fully open. I'm really, I'm in a, in a room. My mama's sitting here. My friend is sitting here. And I'm just like, okay. But they were speaking to me as if a person who already knew, knew that her leg was amputated. And I remember at a point where I just zoned out. I just heard the doctor, blah. Blah, 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 blah. And I remember saying to myself, Jessica, don't go crazy. I said, Jessica, don't go crazy. And I looked at my mom and I started crying. Look at my mom, I started crying. And um, and she just looked at me like, shit, I didn't even get a chance to tell you. And then the doctor's like running their mouth. And I just, I hear the doctor speaking, but it's not, it's like, I don't know. It's just like, they're just speaking, but I'm not really understanding what they're saying. They were just speaking, speaking, speaking. And I was like, okay. My leg is not there. And then, and like the whole time they're speaking, I never, not one time, sorry, I'm crying. No, it's um, okay. Not one time did I even like said, let me look at my leg or let me see what they're really talking about. I just remember like, just zoning them Do out. Do you think you were like, you wanted to be in denial, like, a little bit? I don't think I got a chance to be in denial because 
It just happened so fast. Cause like again, like as soon as I woke up, I felt that they came in immediately. They came in immediately and they were just running their mouth. Is it, it's interesting to hear all this because uh, when I saw you <laughs> online, you were just full of smiles, and I'm like, oh damn, she's good. This is great. So that's a that's always a good thing. Like, um, I mean, I mean, at after all said and done, you have no choice but yeah. to be. But right. But it's good that you did that, you know, because um, when when something goes so down, you can only go up from there. Right. You know what I mean, so it's good that you did that. You were gonna say something. Um, I was gonna say like so. Um, after I guess getting accustomed to the idea that you were a new amputee, like of course many things in your life changed. If you could just give us like some brief things that you had to do, or like some brief um just like a brief little summary of like how things changed for you how things changed for you well things i'm sure you had to do a lot of therapy things changed dramatically um i I mean so many changes i don't know where to start start. (laughs) it it was so many changes um maybe some of the huge ones Cause I'm sure things change to this day. Like, well, let me ask you this: What are the three things that you would say is like <laughs> the top three things that you say is like, all right? This is this is great, or the three things that you would say like this is not, this is like completely different. Well, completely different is the obvious. I mean, not having your leg. That's, right, right, right. That's the that's the obvious number one. Um, All right. Did you ever have to run after your kids to throw like a sap out at them? <laughs> He's <laughs> trying to make her feel good. <laughs> I mean, uh, <laughs> well, you told you know so funny. It's like I'm old because I don't want to say I'm old because like my son would test me, and I'll I'll take my crush. Listen, I'll, I will I will <laughs> bang his leg. You <laughs> <laughs> about to be. <laughs> I would bang his leg real like, don't test me. Like, I'm not going to run after you, but this this crush, it, it extends long as hell. So and it clicks too, right? <laughs> so he mm. used to ask him how it feels. He knows how it feels. Because he just be testing me sometimes. So, yeah. To answer your question. Um, I, I That was one major change, is, you know, the losing the leg part. And, the fact that, you know, you spend, like, I was 29 when I lost my leg. Now I'm 30. Mm-hmm. And to, like, have your leg, you know, after, after your, whole, your whole 29, 29 years, years. right. And, like, one thing in, in the hospital um, with the recovery, like, I still, so I mentioned before that, like, I still feel my leg. Mm-hmm. Like, right now, as I'm sitting down talking to you guys, you can't tell me my leg is not dangling. Mm. Like, right now, my, it's going like this in my mind. And... That was a one of the That's things. called something, isn't it? Is, doesn't it have a medical? It's phantom. Okay. The whole tech, the whole idea of it is called phantom. Okay. But there's something called phantom limb. There's something called phantom sensation. Phantom pain. Okay. Phantom limb is what I just told you. Like okay. me feeling my limb, not in pain or anything. I just feel it. Like it's still there. Yeah, yeah. Like it's still there. Mm-hmm. The sensation is actually feeling like. Water dripping down your leg. Like, that has happened to you as well. I'm telling you. <laughs> that is the worst feeling. Dang, I'm sure it's scary. Ever. Going to the hospital, I had the worst sense 
phantom sensation, phantom pain ever. Like, you feel, I, there were times where I thought would have dripped down my leg. And of course, if you, if your mind was crazy, you, it would definitely get crazier. It's, it's all a mind thing. Okay. And let me tell you, all, all the limbs that you have doing this and moving back and forth, it's all a mind thing because it's connected directly to your brain. It is. Mm -hmm. It is. And I had to, um, one of my, one of my, before therapy started and before me getting my leg, one of my things that I had to pass in the hospital was to get my mind, mm. um, how do you say it? Like register my mind that I no longer had my leg. Okay. So one of the tech, one of the, the techniques that they would tell you to do is get a mirror, get a mirror. And I had to pretty much every day, all day, put the mirror against my limb. And like tell my brain, tell my mind that your leg is no longer there. Do you know how hard that shit is? Mm -hmm. To try to convince yourself that your leg is not there. Just and they, so and they you make you do get, that? Just so you can, hold on. Just so you can like stop the pain. That's what it really was. You had to pretty much put a mirror on the bottom of my limb. I had to massage it. I had to massage it and pretty much... Like, train my mind all over again and say, listen, that shit ain't there no more. It's not there. That's the only way this pain's gonna stop. Okay. Because it's all psychological it's anyway. All mind. Mm. It's all in your mind. James, were you gonna ask some, Or did you ask something? This is something that they make you do. Oh. Oh, yeah. yeah. If you wanna um, get these, rid of these phantom pains, that's something you have to do. Okay. Now, um, you had to... Did you have to learn how to drive again? I did. Okay, with your left leg. Left leg. Okay, and how has that been? Um, I went to driving school. Um, there's a driving school for amputee. Okay. Um, and I did like a six week um course where, of course, you had to first of all you had to get your car modified. Okay. You got your car modified to where they added a left pedal, a left pedal, um, for the gas on the gas. Okay. Like your brake is is still where it is, but on the left side they added a, like a, a left pedal. Okay. Um, so I can be able to drive my left leg because it's not possible to do with the right leg because the, the leg is so heavy. Oh, the, um. I recommend okay. you using your right leg. Okay. Even with the prosthetic. Okay, okay. Um, and, um, so, dang. I had a question, another question about driving. Like, how easy or how difficult has it been? When uh, I first started, it was, it was hard. Okay. When I first started, it was hard. I think it was only hard because of the fact that I was driving. I wasn't driving my own car, and I had someone pretty much taking you around, taking me around, and telling me what to do. I'm like, lady, I know how to drive. I just have to learn how to drive my left leg. Mm -hmm. You just gotta sit down, let me get comfortable enough to do it on my own. Right. So we I did that for six weeks, and then I was real nervous the whole six weeks. Throughout the whole six weeks, I was very nervous. Um, but when I got into my own car. You're fine. So I'm now fine. you're comfortable. I'm comfortable. Like you came here by yourself. No problem. I've been driving since the second week. Okay. Of me actually getting my car modified. Um, Can you take me to the supermarket when we leave here? <laughs> of course. Right. Um, the, um, he's an idiot. Don't pay him any <laughs> mind. Um, <laughs> my next question is, um, so other forms of therapy... 
of course you have physical therapy. Are you still in physical therapy now? I am in physical therapy now. Okay. And what about uh, mental therapy? Did you have to undergo mental therapy for the accident? Um, that was a choice. Um, I did start counseling, but I stopped. Why did you stop? I'm curious to know. It was scary. Mm. I was going to go back, but I don't know. I just, I, it was scary the first two times because he was asking a lot of questions. I didn't even know that I could even get asked. <laughs> they're probably asking you questions to make you feel like you're crazy, right? No. No? Right. I feel like they're trying yeah. to extract the trauma. Yeah. They, no, she didn't. Make me feel like I was crazy. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it. I, I and they and let's put, really. I will I don't like to be asked questions, as you can tell. So, I would have been like, Nah, I'm good. Let's set the record straight. I mean, the, when you go to a counseling, you don't. You don't. They don't put you on medication. I don't understand. That's complete op- optional. Right. If you want it, they will give it to you. Because that was she did ask me. I said no. I didn't feel. I just feel so. Just need somebody to talk to sometimes. So why didn't you stay talking to her? Because she was asking questions that yeah. I never thought you could get asked. That's what I'm saying. Mm. That's she what I'm dug saying. into my skin. Or you might have to talk to a new person that you talk with. That's, That's true. Allowed. But you, you were saying earlier that it's like a, it's mostly a mental thing. This whole this whole journey, right? It is. So I think like if you're strong minded, then it's like it's it makes it a. I still think, I still think you need that extra. I'm very strong minded. Yeah, as well. yeah. I can say that, but you think you would need a little dose of the therapy too? I do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know, I shouldn't even say because anything. there are some moments I feel as though I could take on the world. Yeah. And there are some moments I'd be like, "What the hell happened to me?" Mm-hmm. Still like, to this day. Yeah. This right. morning I had an episode. I was like, "What the hell happened to me?" I was like, "This, I'm really going through this, like, and it's not just now." Like, I'm going to be going through this for the rest of my life. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And that that tears you up inside. Mm-hmm. That tears you up. Just, then, then it's crazy because it was like a, a one incident changed your life yeah. forever. One night changed your life forever. Mm-hmm. One night. Um. So, do you have other forms of that you would consider therapy? Since, like, you don't go to counseling as much um, or you stop going... What do you consider your therapy? How do you unwind? How do you, when you have episodes, like you said this morning, how do you get through them? There are some times I sleep through my episodes. You sleep through them? Uh-huh. Some I sleep through my episodes. Um, and when you wake up, do you feel better or it's like forgotten? Sometimes I feel better, sometimes it's forgotten. Okay. Um, and there's some times where I don't even, I can't even get through it. And it just like with that, I guess with time, it just goes away. Mm-hmm. But that's not healthy because I never, even with time, it goes away, but it comes back, and you don't even know. Sometimes that right. time is it drags, it drags, right. and you don't even know how to like, I don't know, get past that time. It drags. So you talked about um, your kids, or we briefly like made a mention of your kids. I just wanted to know how did how have you noticed uh, that they have been affected by all of this? Um, because of my disability, of course, I expect more out of them. Mm. 
and uh, my children are like nine and seven. So I filter sometimes I'm extra hard on, hard on them because of my disability, and you know they're seven and nine. They shouldn't have to go through all that. They shouldn't have to feel as like they're pressured or like, but they should have to do certain things at a certain age. So like, there are times where this is why, like when you see me being so strong, it's because okay, listen, I'm a mom. I'm a single mom at that, and I have two kids that you know that I can't really put pressure on because they're so young. They still have to live and be kids. So. Sometimes I feel though like they're, and I'm not going to say I'm a burden on them, but I am extra hard on them because I feel though I need them to do certain things that I can't do at the moment. Okay. And were they, um, their initial reaction to your accident, how were they? Like, were they, of course, I'm sure it was different for them. They were shocked or, or did they surprise you in their reaction to it? Um, my kids, my kids are strong. My kids. They definitely surprised me with my reaction, with their reaction, because, again, like, the first couple of weeks, I didn't, I spoke to the kids, but I really, I didn't, I didn't want to speak to them, um, but of course, I knew they, me, I, me saying I didn't want to speak to them would be selfish on my half, not really, because I wasn't there, and they can't even say if they wanted to hear or what, what they were going through, so I didn't, for the first couple of weeks, I didn't want to speak to them. And I was being kind of selfish. And when I one thing that happened was when I um when when I got my phone back after my the the surgery, my daughter was texting me, and she was livid. <laughs> she was livid. Like, where are you? Like, why you're not home? Cause we had plans that Saturday morning. She like the game, the basketball game. What happened to it? What happened to it? Like, where are you? Why you oh, not home? Man. So like, when I opened my phone. Like, like they, my family wouldn't take my phone with me because, like, I was getting so much messages. And, and I think I broke down when I saw my daughter's text. Because um, I felt like I let her down. And but that wasn't your fault, you know? It wasn't, but, you know, you're a mom. <laughs> you're a mom. So, it, it messed with you. So, um, so, like, I felt like I let her down. So, that's another reason why I didn't want to speak to them, but because I had to put, I was a mom first. I put myself the reasons aside, right? And I did. Um, I spoke to her, and I didn't speak to myself. I spoke to my daughter because I know whatever I said to my daughter, she would like be translated to my son. And I suddenly really understand what's going on. My daughter was like, she's much older, so she understood more. Um, but I didn't really. I don't really know to be honest what. They felt when they didn't know I came home. I don't really know what they felt. For the past, for the first two weeks, I don't really know what they were going through. Because I didn't ask. And I don't think I was in the right mind to ask. Okay. So, I don't um, really know. But when they, when they finally first came, when they finally came into the hospital, after I was moved out of ICU into my regular room, um, they came... And I remember, like, covering myself up. Like, I didn't want them to see. I didn't want them to see me, but I wasn't ready to explain to them why I was there. But, of course, you know, family members came to the house, and I'm sure they were speaking, and I'm right. pretty sure the kids heard. You know, Haitians, they have no filter. <laughs> they have no filter, and I'm pretty sure grandma was probably talking on the phone, like, saying things, and they were probably hearing things. So I let them come to see for themselves, and then the next visit, I took it slow. I took it day by day. Like, every the next visit, I would explain to them. And then the next, the third visit, I would explain to them what happened. And 
And they, I don't know, they, they were strong. They didn't cry, and then they didn't, like, I don't know. I think that's I good. More, probably that's good. Them. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I feel like, okay, this is the This Is 30 podcast, and I feel like the premise of this podcast is the, this whole idea that at 30, we kind of want this, this, that, that, and that done for us. But I feel like for you, having this incident occur like right before your 30th birthday, not right. like I, your birthday's in April, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So right before your um, 30th birthday, I feel like you, for me, you brought a new meaning to turning 30. It was like, almost like, yo, you don't need to worry about this other nonsense. You got to just be grateful that you have life. So, um, did you feel like that too? Like when you turned 30 or was it like bittersweet a little bit or? It was definitely bittersweet. Cause like, I imagine, I imagine my 30th, you know, turning up and like maybe traveling or like this, although like after my, my accident, I traveled a few times, mm-hmm. but I just, it was, it should have been, I, I feel as though it, although I'm grateful for life, I'm grateful for everything that I've been through, um, that I've overcame, um, I just feel as though, like, it should have been different. So wait, you're going to be 30 in April? No, she no, turned 30. 30 last oh. April. I feel as though it should have been different. I feel as though oh, I, was, right I was ripped of that, I don't know. Are you with us or are you not with us? <laughs> Sometimes I'm speaking English. Um, so now I want to kind of shout out your your tribe. Who has helped you <laughs> and who has been like a source of strength, support, all of that good stuff Ugh. since this has happened to you and even before, I guess. My tribe. Oh, my tribe is so big. That's a good thing. My tribe is big. Let me tell you, this tribe... This tribe was this the reason. Of mine. <laughs> this tribe, this tribe of mine, is the reason why. Listen, I made it through. I can definitely say, listen, like at the hospital, I had no room to breathe. Literally, they were there. They made sure they rearranged the whole life. So for is, me. The, is Geraldine one of them? Geraldine is one of them. Because you know she's fake. <laughs> <laughs> Geraldine is one of them. Joanna, Sylvia, Shirley, Jernique. Shout out to y'all. Oh my goodness. Uh, My mama. Shout out to me. My kids. Uh, My aunts. (laughs) Grandma. Grandma. Listen. So too many people. So many people. Too many people. There's so many. So like, did it? Did that open your eyes to see like your your uh your support system? Because, like, Definitely. there's a lot of people that feel like, all right, man, you know, I don't got no friends, you know. I don't like that. No. You yeah. know how, you know how you, you, we're Haitian. Yeah. So, you know, when they say, like, I'm about to speak real quick. They say, oh, ou zami. Yeah. zami. So, I said, like, you, Haitians always put in your mind, like, we're in a situation that's Who's going to tell me what Justin just said? <laughs> I'm about to say it right now. Oh. <laughs> Haitians always. Like, can you relax? Haitians always say, oh. When you go into a situation, that's when that's when you have no friends. Mm. I was the opposite, boo boo. <laughs> okay. That's when you see them, right? I was the opposite. My friends turned out. Do you think your experience would have been different if you didn't have that support? Definitely. Um, and because you know, some people require solitude, like when they go through they uh, stuff like that. But um, they were definitely a positive influence. 
my neighbor, he had his W, he had a W amputee. Oh, really? Yeah, and mm. he, he didn't have as much business as I did. He didn't, I don't know if it was a by choice, or but he did not. That's but, crazy, that's your neighbor. No, her neighbor in the hospital. Oh, in the, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> My neighbor in the hospital. I was about to be like, what a coincidence. <laughs> no, he's um, a W amputee. And it was like two or three people there at the time. Yeah, he had a heart. And I was in my tribe, again, they didn't give me any room to feel sad. We used to have a snicker program. They we broke all like... the rules in the hospital. <laughs> I saw. <laughs> I saw. You so, broke all the rules. So um, you could have had a party. Shout out to my tribe. Listen, well, I love y'all. Party in the hospital for Jess. Cause people were close to her thirty, <laughs> and Jess was like, "No, I'm not having a party." And like, no. Yo. Um. What What <laughs> advice would you give to anybody who, um, who has gone through? I don't even want to say a similar, but a very traumatic experience, like the one. I guess similar, similar to what you've experienced, like. If you could tell them anything or any type of words of encouragement to like get through, what would you say to them? Um, what would I say? I would say definitely keep your mind. Um, when they say a, ter- a mind is a terrible thing to waste, um, it's true. Because let me say, without your mind being in the right perspective and I know it's it's easy it's it's easier said than done but no matter what situation you go through you gotta keep your mind in check because there were times where I felt like I would go crazy and like when of course um when I was in the hospital I would get visits all day throughout the whole day but when the visits started slowing down and it was time for everyone to go home. Of course, I would have some time. I would have visits at overnight. But when I didn't have anybody, I got lonely. Right. It got lonely. And those are the times where... It's just you and you. Your mind is you and that missing leg. That's about to mess up with your mind. Okay? And it messed with my mind. I would cry myself to sleep. But I knew I couldn't stay there. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, leave. I, I cried, cried, but I didn't stay in that depressed moment. I think it's important to make yourself, let yourself feel. I think so too. But you're right. Don't stay there. Don't but, stay there. But let feel yourself it. feel. Yeah. Um. So I think that's good advice. Cause some people try to like not feel like they try to numb everything uh-uh. um, or just pretend like those feelings aren't there. That's not going to work. See, that's why I don't want to. I don't want to go off topic, but um, like I said, you saying these things now, I would have never thought that because everything I saw online, I'm like, yo, she's good. Like, did you think that she's super strong? I like, was like, that dang. is that is crazy. Like, if it was me, like, listen, I have a very hard time with being sensitive and stuff. I just don't like the 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 feeling of it, so I try to like bear away from it but the whole thing i saw i'm like i'm like wow this is tough like this is this is i, I saw happiness every time i saw a picture of you i'm like wow this is she's good i didn't go through it alone okay so i'm but the, the way you're saying now you made it sound like when you're saying like you 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 cried yourself to sleep i would have never thought that i I'm, did i'm were, thinking like you probably had hennessy it wasn't as, <laughs> it wasn't every <laughs> you know I mean? night but i did have episodes where i had to cry yeah, but i'm saying i wouldn't i would have never thought that and 
the moral of the story is you can't really believe everything you see online. But that that's one. But number two, like to piggyback off of James, I feel like, uh, I feel like in addition to what he's saying, or just like I'm repeating what he's saying, the fact that after this accident, we did we've seen you a lot. Like you've you've just gone about your life regularly. Is that purposeful? Which is awesome. Yeah, it's is that a purposeful awesome. thing? Because some people's opinion might be, oh, she needs to be chilling. She needs to be in yeah. the house. What do you say to people who have that opinion? Um, I don't care. Okay. <laughs> why? Yeah. It is why. Because yeah. I feel as though like only I know what I went through. Only I know where I overcame. You wasn't there. Mm-hmm. You wasn't yeah, outside. Yeah. You wasn't outside. You wasn't outside. You wasn't outside. Okay, 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 okay. Guys, guys. <laughs> Yo, relax. Everybody relax. Everybody you calm. No, I came a long way. I came a long way. You sure did, yeah. And I felt this little kind of like my life was, was almost cut short. Mm. Right, so now I'm going to live. Right. So I'm going to live. To the fullest. Yeah. Whether, whether it took me three hours to get ready or whether it took an episode this morning for me to get here, I got here. Right. By all means necessary. Like, yes, I cried this morning, but listen, I'm here on this podcast. Amen. Yeah. Yeah, I probably cried a second ago, but I'm in, I'm on, I'm I'm posting an inspiring post right. because me inspiring you inspires me. Right. Do you have any other questions? Yes, I uh, do. But you have one more? I have a question. Go ahead. I don't know what you're gonna uh, <laughs> what uh, is your question silly? Because it's I don't not a have silly time. question. It's not a silly question, but let me ask. Let go, me go ask ahead, my last question because this is my last question. Go ahead. Um, I wanted first. you to tell me about your personal endeavors related to amputees because I know now you have just amped, um, and I just wanted you to talk to me about the inspiration behind that and your gala. This gala that I'm hearing about because I can't wait. <laughs> you know I. I'm always looking for a reason to get dressed the up. Gala? The gala? Yes. So tell me about Just Amped and then tell me about the gala. Okay. Um, Just Amped, um, of course, it's money. And Amped is short for amputee. Um, the, the the whole theory, theory behind it was pretty much, I'm Jessica. Slash, not slash, but dash. Now I'm an amputee. Okay. And I feel as though like that amputee would have been like following another thing because I had a, a vision where I want to do hookah, like a hookah business. And and then like I felt as though like for my accident, I didn't want to go back to a nine to five. I didn't want to go back to work. I didn't see myself going back to work. So I came up with Just Amp. And I feel as though Just Amp, although it's not where I want to be right now, but I feel as though in the future, it's going to be more than what it should be. It's pretty much just me venturing out. Yes, I'm an amputee, but amputee dash, whatever behind, goes, comes behind it. Like, it could be amputee inspiring someone else, or it could be... It's a, it's a business. I feel as though, like, it's... I didn't finish the word amputee because I feel as though it's more to it. Right. So life goes on. Life goes on. Life goes on. And anything is possible. Right. You're heard. <laughs> now, now this gala, this wonderful gala. Am I invited to the gala? <laughs> Everyone's invited to the gala. Everyone's invited. Except for Jane. He can't come. 
I wasn't gonna go anywhere. You are excited. You're you you what? I was I was not gonna go nah, anywhere. That's how you feel. Yeah. Wait, no, why wouldn't you come? Like you, that's so rude. Because Geraldine, as long as Geraldine's there, I ain't going. Nah. Is is Quatley gonna be yeah. there? Who? Everyone's gonna be is there. Is Jean gonna be there? Who? Listen, God willing, everyone's gonna who be there. Why are you saying who are so these I told you she's fake. Yeah, I told Kiki you she's Palmer. That's right, how you I'm sorry. No, I, I'll, I'll show up. Go ahead. Okay. Who is this man? So, um, how does gala? Let's talk how this gala idea started. Um, real quick. I was in a hospital in um, Jackson Cherry. Um, shout out to Jackson. Shout out. Yeah. Um. <laughs> oh, but you know who that is. He is. He is my mentor. Um, throughout this whole situation, um, he reached out to me. I was in the hospital. He's a um, musician. He's a musician. He's an entrepreneur. Yeah. He he does it all. He, okay. He um reached out to me. Um, he has a band called IT Bridget Band, the Gap. Oh, and he has it's IT Band, and he has addition another one where everyone knows where it's called Bridging the Gap. Right. They play gospel music and they 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 twist it to make it to their own. Mm-hmm. Um, so he reached out to me. I was in the hospital and. Um, he was inspired by my story, of course, and then he um, had a, um, a, a a tribute to me. I want to say he had a concert where he tri- where he um, it was dedicated to me in my accident. Um, and during that um, that tribute, I think I was out in the hospital in time to go to it. Um, he um, pretty much um, said that um, with my story it was so inspiring to everyone for those though like there was more to me than just my limb missing um so he took me under his wing he became a mentor and um he pretty much wants me to be beyond what my accident was he wants me to take it and make it inspiration like inspirational like it has been already mm-hmm. so he um wants me to um well i'm not gonna say he i want to say it's a god in him um, pretty much put a vision over my life where I should open, I should start my own nonprofit organization. Um, so I'm currently working on my nonprofit organization. Um, the name I chose was Outcome. Um, and Outcome, pretty much, it's it's what it's what it what it, the word is. Throughout any situation that you've been, there's an outcome that you can make out of it, and you should make you should choose, you should choose for it to be something positive. So I have an organization called Outcome, where it focuses so focuses on um, disability different different types of disabilities and it brings awareness okay. to different types of disabilities. And one of them, of course, is being an amputee. Um, that's what we're gonna start with, and eventually branch out to other different um, disabilities that we can bring awareness to. Okay. Um, so the gala is to raise money, money for that nonprofit organization. Okay. Classy. So I would love it. Everyone. When you trying to have the gala? The gala was, is supposed to happen around my accident. Um, oh, one okay. year anniversary. It was okay. supposed to launch around that time. Um, but we're working on it, um, on the nonprofit organization. Um, but the gala is in the making. We are going to do the gala in March, God willing, of 2020. God willing, it's going to happen. How much are the tickets? Because you know I need a discount. <laughs> you know, you know. It's for charity. You know I need a um, discount. <laughs> you know how I many need that 25%. So um, when you guys hear this podcast, um, um, I'm having a gala. 
Um, and maybe I might buy it. some tickets and give out some free ones on the show. There we go. Oh. Support, support, support. <laughs> I need you guys all to come out, support the organization. Um, and if you guys have any ideas, I mean, hey, hit me up. Well, listen, just so blessed. My IG, just so blessed. That's our IG. Just amped is the uh, nonprofit where you can find all the ex extra ventures that Jessica is doing as well. I feel as though like this accident um, is bringing out a lot of resources that. I never knew existed. I, I want to mention that um, I'm a very talented person. I, I sing very well, as awesome. you've heard before. I would love you to sing. sing at my gala? I would love to sing at your gala. Oh my god! Um, so I'll be there to sing. So that, that Wait, way. Can I, you can you do an audition for me right now? Just a real quick. Therefore, I, I'll be considered a vendor, and I don't pay. You don't charge. You don't pay. Like I don't pay <laughs> don't to be pay there. James. I, I I probably I am, I am I do want vendors, but you would not be a vendor. Right. What are you selling? So, so what would I be there for? I'm looking for singers. What's I, wrong with you? <laughs> you can do whatever you want. I mean, you know what's so oh funny is God. that doing like that. Listen. Yo, this boy is throughout this journey. Let me tell you, I've I felt as though like throughout this journey, like a lot of people that turned thirty, been through like a lot of traumatic experiences mm -hmm. like i've since my accident i don't know if it's because it's my accident or and it just everything was, everything just popped up like right once. right but like i had a lot of people like um that i knew or didn't even know like knew me through my situation and they've been through a traumatic situation they said they used my story to get through it that's listen i don't know what god got planned i don't know why right. he chose me but I hope that I can tap into that and continue to be that inspiration for that person or whoever's going through something. And I feel as though, like, I feel as though, although I don't see it, but I feel as though, like, there was, like, this girl who, um, who, um, pretty much got struck in Irvington by a car. And she, um, she, she's currently in rehab right now. And I reached out to her and, um, I let her know, listen, I've been to a situation and maybe more tragic than yours but who am i to say what's more tragic may or, may not or not be, yeah, yeah. you're going through it i'm going through it so let's just put out let's so we reach out to the other time I, uh, she calls me a car we text and and we, we we stay in contact so i feel those though like those are the things that i i think had to happen to me right okay, right to, um <laughs> that had to get happened happen to me so i could i guess help other people because mm -hmm. I've, I've got listen i have a lot of Friends that's going through a whole lot of dramatic, right, right, and I've been that person to you know help them get through their situation, and I don't even know how to do it. All right, can I ask you one last question, sure. one last topic to close the podcast? Sure. I have a question. Can I ask my question? Go ahead. First? What's your question? Go ahead, ladies first. My question is, um, dating. How do you feel now? There we go. Yeah. It, <laughs> Who put you gave that question? Let me Jardine, <laughs> Jardine gave me that question. Jardine now. is in everybody's <laughs> business tonight. Who gave that question? Or this morning. Yeah. What? I, I want to know, do you have any fears about dating? Oh, God. Um, do you have any fears? I um, don't. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> G singing your your soundtrack. 
My soundtrack, listen, I ain't got no soundtrack with the Lords, okay? <laughs> what was the question? So how do you feel about love in the future? Does your, um, do you, do, do you have any fears related to your accident and find, well, are you dating now? Damn. <laughs> James, you're not allowed to make that noise, son. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Stop. Seriously, don't start. <laughs> Jessica, are you dating? I am interested in someone, yes. Okay. That's a good answer. I like that answer. And um <laughs> money bag yell? <laughs> no. <laughs> that's not what she said. I know that. <laughs> it was close though. It was close. Um <laughs> you know what? What one thing that's gonna stop happening is the Haitians gonna stop coming to the This Is Thirty podcast. We get crayon. Like I know what's going on. Oh, I thought my sock back on time. Were you done with that question? We can get back to the dating stuff. I feel like my question should have came. She said, "Okay, you're interested in somebody, and and you love is still on the docket for you." Absolutely. I'm okay. bad. What you mean? Okay. Listen, no, I'm bad. I, tell him. Tell him. I'm bad. Tell him. Jessica is bad. What do you mean by bad? I, I never heard I'm a lot. I never hot, heard a lie. I'm hot. Come on. She all right. Yo, listen. <laughs> all I know. <laughs> listen. listen um, James, you're an idiot. What I wanted to ask you was, uh, during that whole time of everything, I'm sure you heard like, a whole bunch of crap. What do you think was the craziest thing that was just like, oh, where, where did you get question. that from? Like, where did you, where did that come from? Like, the biggest rumor or stupid thing that you heard about what happened to you. Or just, like, the night itself or whatever, like. The one of the rumors was that that was my boyfriend. That was not my boyfriend. Absolutely not. Never dated him. Um, Don't even. We don't really know him. We don't really know him. He don't even go here. <laughs> he don't go here. <laughs> Nor is he allowed here. So he Absolutely was, not. Because I think I heard something about him being deported. I'm, I'm, listen, he, all I can say is he wasn't born in the U.S., so mm. you already know when that happened, when, uh, when you're in the, the, I guess, criminal. Right. So there's nothing that you heard that was just, happens. like, completely out of whack, where you're just like, bro, like, where are these people? Like, even, I would say one thing that did bother me was the video circulating. Um, yeah. That video. people taking videos of. Shout out to the asshole that, um, <laughs> definitely recorded and has not come through and say they did. Shout out to you. Hope you, um, I guess. But there was multiple hope videos. Hope you're not though. well. <laughs> no, hope you're well. There was, there was multiple videos, though. But there was one, but there was one particular in your face. That right? I knew of. That was that in your I, face. I wouldn't say Noah, but I, like, was, Watching knew that him. he was not. I didn't know it. I know it was a guy, but I don't know who. That I wasn't. I don't, I'm not with this new age generation of people. When, when anything happens, whether it be excited or sad, the last thing that be on my mind is to pick up my phone. I don't know. That's like some weird stuff that's embedded in our culture. Like to just pick up your phone and start recording when, when something crazy is going. Yeah. Like. So mm. that circulated everywhere. and Especially if he didn't know you. I would have been out. Like I would have just been I like, I, I don't know what's happening. Right. Like I don't get Especially it. Especially as a man, you probably should well, right. try to like, yeah. she was cold. And all this stuff. I would I would have spooned. James. So, um. Yeah. The. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say um a little off topic too, but like I was in Newark a couple months ago, maybe last year, two years ago. Oh, 
and there was this guy in the middle of the street. What? Last year, two years ago. It was one of those two. It was one of those two, right? You're an idiot. It was one of those two, and um, the dude was he was high or something, and he he was in the middle of Broad Street, right outside of the Prudential Where Center. They always be. And the dude, yeah, and dude was like swinging around his meat in the middle of the street, and the cops came and like, "Put your pants off!" And he was like screaming, like, "Fuck the cops or fuck the world or something!" Fuck the and like, would you guys have taken out your phone? No. The dude was just out there, like he was trying to like. Did you record? Did you record it? Yo, I recorded. I'm about to show y'all. I'm about to show y'all. I after. mean, me being in that position, I, w- I wouldn't record. No? no. Well, now you mean, or just at all? I think now. Yeah. But it was like he was just like trying to like kill the cops with his. <laughs> he had his penis out. Yeah, he was out oh, in the street wow. like like swinging the motherfucker. I'm like, bro, like. <laughs> you have a flashback? No homo, no homo, please. All right, before we close out, Jessica, sometimes on this podcast we play a little game called Song Association, where I get to sing. And um, you ready? You know how the game goes. No, um, I'm so I give you. Wait, I'm sorry. I you give, listen to this podcast? Yes, I do. Oh, okay. I, I repost every Monday. Uh-huh. I get. She does. She's a very big supporter. So I give you a word. You think of a song that has that word in it. Okay. And we're gonna have a little fun today. I have a surprise word. Okay. All right. First word is track. Huh? Track. Track. T R A C K. Or or tracking your hair, <laughs> track. Who's going first? Jessica, you first. Go ahead, James. That's an easy one. You know why? Because of a production company. Okay. Um, I have no idea. I don't know. Track masters. Uh uh, Mr. Tone. <laughs> Even though I I wanna see. I would that thing. In the beginning, she said track masters because I believe that's who the that's where I got that word from. Um, that's who. Okay, what about master? Master. Come on, G. No, I'm not the one. Bed. Bed. Um. Okay, Jessica. I was gonna say that too. Well, I know a song that you would love. What's that? There's a meeting in my bedroom. It's not bed, though. It's bedroom. It has bed in it. What's the next line? So, the girl, girl, please don't be late. There's a meeting in my bedroom. There's a meeting. Okay, look at y'all. Okay. That's why she said she's hot, though. <laughs> Um, shot, shot. Who shot you? Separate the weak from the obsolete. <laughs> this is the same. I don't think he's. <laughs> but that works. Okay. What? Um, shot, just. What did he say? Hold on. What did he say? I think it's who shot you. Separate the weak from the obsolete. He doesn't say that. Oh, maybe he does. Okay. Okay. Don't forget y'all. Thirty. And um, last one, city, city, like a city, city, 
You know, I don't know. But the song, the song has to have city. I don't city. my nose, guys. This gonna mess the podcast up with my nose. You know what? Maybe we should do a close. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should just like hold off, please. Because I had a flu. <laughs> I yeah. had a flu for a while, and you know, oh I know you did say you I were recovering. Like just go ahead. You and know what? Before that's Jessica blowing her nose, y'all. And Yo. that's our cue to be out because what we're not gonna do. Is, just kidding. I'm what, done. What What is the um? I got a, a word for you though. Okay. Liquid. Oh, I think I got the queen. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. this is the end of this third podcast. <laughs> it was nice talking to you. Wait, wait. My name is James Boney. Enjoy your day. All right, I have one. Um. My wife feeding the kids liquid gold. Oh. Okay. Of course it would be. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll, be, I'll be honest with you. I don't even know what the song that says liquid in it's on the It's on the uh, Carter's album. Something yeah. about feeding liquid gold. I don't, I don't know. I just said liquid gold. I, I saw, I saw liquid gel. Yep. Right. Yeah. So. All right. So that is the end of this podcast. Shout out to Jessica for coming and talking to us and uh we'll see you next monday shout out to geraldine in the background shout out to joanne and shirley and uh and uh and what's the other one's name uh pearls and uh oh you're shouting out the wrong people i'm shouting out my tribe once again (laughs) my tribe you guys are the best i love you guys shout out to jessica's geraldine joanna sylvia shirley cindy Which, which one is geraldine (laughs) <laughs> my aunts, my uncles, my mama, my, my babies. I love you guys. And we're out. Don't let me fall. 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 Yeah, I fall much lower than where that pavement is.